0: Welcome to Geeks and Niche. This is our fourth episode of our Fantastic Four month during the month of May. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm
1: Jasmine.
0: Uh, Each week on Geeks and Niche we bring you some geeky news to catch up on our pop culture lives as well as bring you something adapted from the comic book movie or gaming world. However during May it's just Fantastic Four only.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And before we get started if you're watching on YouTube thank you so much. We would love it if you would like this Video and subscribe to our channel. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, we appreciate that as well. We would also love mm-hmm. it if you would leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.
0: Equally, if you would feel like chipping in here and there, Ko fi is open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm we appreciate it so uh anyway without further ado oh man we are on our penultimate episode i know it's like
1: flying by honestly um
0: i've you know we talked about doing this for almost two years uh, i know (laughs) yeah you guys
1: almost got this like 100 episodes ago (laughs) we were gonna do this really early on
0: i'm glad we did it in a way
1: yeah no i think uh, i think it's fun this i like i've been really enjoying the theme months that we've been doing like April we did video games and we had the Mario versus Sonic, and now in May we've got all Fantastic Four. What are we gonna do next?
0: Well no, we actually don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We're working on it. We're working all on right.
0: it. We haven't been uh, literally like we got I don't know yeah. how we even got to May.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I either. don't even know. <laughs> I
0: literally don't know how we've got to May. It's uh like in in life, I mean, just yeah how we this I, year, cr-
1: I have This year. Oh man, it's like I don't know ever since COVID it's I have lost complete track of time. Like time doesn't even make sense to me anymore. Like somebody was like, yeah, 2020 was three years ago. And I was like, no, it wasn't like, Oh wait. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. No, I, had
0: a, I had a flashback earlier of um earlier in the day today of COVID where the only things that were open was the big supermarkets, you know, mm-hmm. like the 24 hour ones. And uh, but I, I know, I think the little convenience stores were open actually, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Um But a lot of that, but, i remember here sitting on a friday night like watching tv and i was just so restless yeah but there's nothing to do right right so i remember like going to my wife do you know what? i'm going to um to the supermarket like yeah, just to walk <laughs> like, around just to have yeah, something to do around, yeah I <laughs> had to walk around like i remember I drove down to the supermarket and i actually bought a tent and i came back with a tent like and my wife was just,
1: like, just randomly like a tent like,
0: yeah I bought a tent yeah and I and I pitched it up in the garden like <laughs> that, that weekend and like me and my youngest daughter stepped out in the garden like but it's just so that we could have something else to do yeah than like having you know we used it a couple of times in that first year and we haven't used it again maybe I should yeah. get it out maybe I should get it out this weekend
1: yeah
0: uh, but yeah although the weather has not still been great but um but no yeah it was just like something to do go to the supermarket i remember wandering around for like an hour
1: yeah just to be out of the house
0: yeah just to be out of the house man oh man um, i miss those days uh, (laughs) like oh what's
1: what's that show that was on
0: the um netflix the crazy
1: uh the tiger king king tiger king
0: yeah 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 (laughs) Literally, it was like we had COVID and we had the Tiger King.
1: Oh, right? man. Yeah, it was, it was like the Wild West. Like, it was just wild times. Hey, and- I'll tell you,
0: actually, before we jump into this, I know we were going to go into this quickly, we just moved into our house, right? It kind of is a bit of a horrible story, but it yeah, did have a nice story. Um, but watching the Tiger King, um, and then we can hear screaming, like, and I'm like, I go to my wife, is that on the TV? Like, And, um... <laughs> And then, like, one of us gets, sad because obviously it was during COVID, right? So it's a lockdown, yeah. and there's like nobody's meant to be out, right? And it's like yeah. 10 o'clock at night. In the end, I paused it, and I could hear still hear screaming, like, <laughs> and it's coming from outside the house. And uh, anyway, I walked out, like, looked out the window, and there was this couple having a domestic in the street. Oh man, go go like, not, not there's no physicalness or anything like that, but they were both like, and it all got sorted. And, and I mean, police did come and. all got tidied up and stuff and um but because there was nobody on the street the police were here within like a minute yeah (laughs) oh my gosh and uh because there's no cars there's no like they literally i just well, there's nobody moving around
1: because you guys had a much stricter lockdown than we did
0: oh yeah yeah we did yeah oh no it was literally like you know i mean there was no it was honestly it was it it was eerie like Mm -hmm. i could i could walk even if i went out for a walk on myself i could walk past maybe like one person Mm -hmm. so um yeah it was weird i know it was very strict so um yeah yeah um anyway all right let's talk about fantastic four this is fantastic four the rise of the silver surfer 2007 crazy huh we just talked about 2020 just now 2007 i
1: know 2007 it actually doesn't feel that dated
0: no no it doesn't no and Jessica Albert doesn't age so
1: yeah I, I don't understand it must be that organic stuff that she's on and that honest company that she has seriously
0: <laughs> it's or is it like death becomes her yeah
1: yeah it? you get this sp- for the spray can <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: anyway written, written by don Payne and mark frost directed by tim story based on the fantastic four by jack kirby and stanley
1: and it stars all of the same people as before with a few new additions we still have joan gruffett jessica alba chris evans michael chiklis julie mcmahon carrie washington and the new additions are andre brower beau garrett doug jones doug jones does the mocap for mr silver surfer back here whereas lawrence fishburne actually does the voice of the silver surfer
0: uh obviously just based on characters from Marvel comics as i mentioned Mm
1: -hmm. yep and again very first appearance of these characters 1961 fantastic four number one um, and then Victor Von Doom, his first appearance was Fantastic Four number five. Mark, Mark is doing his research. He's got his research face on. Oh, no, I don't know. I just thought, yeah, I just <laughs> thought we,
0: did, we didn't add um, the fact, uh, Silver Surfer. So uh, Silver Surfer was created by Jack Kirby. And the character's first appearance was the Fantastic Four issue 48, which came out in March 1966.
1: Oh, wow. So that was a, a ways after the 40 yeah. some odd issues yeah. over uh, four years. So four years yeah. later, we get a Silver Surfer. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, So released, this movie was released on the 15th of June, 2007, had a running time of 92 minutes, uh, had a budget of sort of circa 125 mil, and it made 301 million US dollars. So it's not a bad return.
1: I mean, it's not that great either, though. Like, as far as what they were expecting, it made a lot less money than the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's probably what killed a third one. Which is ridiculous to say. I mean, like it—it it still made over a hundred million dollars in profit, but to to a studio, they're like, "That's really not enough for us to give this a, a green light for another sequel." So, yeah.
0: I would imagine because obviously the sliding scale was down. Yeah. That you're like, unlike you know, I guess the risks were: do we make a third one and just barely make our money back?
1: Right. Right. So. Ooh, yeah, tough call, and especially in a time where you still had the X-Men franchise that was on the up uptick whereas this, over, uh, this uh, Fantastic Four was kind of just like on the outs it seems. It seems um, weird to me
0: that Fox owned Fantastic Four and the X-Men rights and they didn't just put them all on the same world like I, I
1: don't think back then anyone really had a big enough plan like I just don't think that anyone else had a plan until Marvel decided that they were going to come up with a plan and I just mm-hmm. don't think anyone had had the the foresight to put together a shared universe. No, like,
0: no, no, no. I know they didn't. No, yeah. no, no. I, know, I know there's barely anyone that thought about shared universe.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I'm but... betting it never even occurred to them. I think that they all thought, we've got these big superhero names. Like, we can just m- take these franchises and just keep making money from these franchises as opposed to, like, actually, do, like, doing one massive kind of storytelling thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I think um there's a rumour uh, there was a rumor about how Spider Man and the X Men, so that was Sony and Fox were tempted to cross over mm-hmm. them. And I think there was some sort of photo I saw or something Ooh. years ago. But mm-hmm. like, not not there was no footage or anything, but like yeah. of a wolverine costume or something or something I can't remember now, but I think they, they, like, it never came to anything.
1: So. Yeah. i think that would have been interesting i think if if they had like the courage to have done something big like a shared universe back then i think they could have just like beat marvel out of the gate you know because like the only time dc was doing it was on their animated side like dc was not doing any kind of shared universe in their film world all all of their animated stuff was kind of in and out of different you know different realms but they could see fox you guys could have been the first you could have been the I mean, first imagine, but instead you gave us x3 which was freaking awful 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 horrible
0: um yeah imagine if fox had put like cyclops and mr fantastic back to back right yeah you know, standing soldiers soldier like you know having have oh I can, I can imagine if they'd have done that
1: that would have been really cool and i think like a lot of times these studios get so wrapped up in No, this is our property. We don't want to mix our property with someone else's property. Um, But it's like, but you are like, you don't. The fans would go and see it like period. Now you've got another fan base coming into your world that you wouldn't have had before. If you just, Mm -hmm. if you do the crossover, but like, they don't see it that way. They don't want to play in each other's sandbox. Uh,
0: uh,
1: But you open yourself up to more money. Like, look at how much money No Way Home made because we got... The Spider-Man that we all wanted in the same film. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I always remember as a, as a comic fan, like, um, there's not enough money in the world to buy every single comic book. So right. I love what I love sometimes is when you see the crossovers and you get people like, I've said this before actually, like Bishop mm-hmm. standing next to Sue Storm, like, and mm-hmm. Yeah, Wolverine and Spider-Man, and the, those are characters that you don't see regularly, Right, like, together. So when you have the big comic book crossovers, which Marvel and DC both tend to do on an annual basis
1: now, mm-hmm.
0: um, but I know, like, 20, 20, 30 years ago, they weren't as frequent. Yeah. But when, you like, I've been reading comics now for 25 years or something. Um, and I remember the first comic book event I ever picked up was uh, and I've said it before was the Onslaught saga mm-hmm. and for me coming in and I just thought it was so cool like these characters just crossing over with each other like yeah. I remember I remember the Avengers uh, during the Onslaught saga landing uh, at the X-Men mansion and I was just like this is brilliant
1: like, Yeah, I, I, I it's know, just so fun like as a reader yeah. or you know someone who is just a fan of the character like it's so much fun to see your characters In someone else's world, Hmm. like oh yeah, definitely. You know,
0: I'm like I I mean like if you look at the the Marvels trailer that we had, you Mm know, where actually you've got Captain Marvel and then you've got Photon and then you've got Miss Marvel Mm -hmm. and Photon obviously was in the One Division show, Miss Marvel was in her own TV show and then Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel. So essentially, that's three properties now are in one. Thing right. that's kind of like yeah, a modern crossover in a sense, but not on a bigger scale. Um yeah. and that and yeah, like you just said about the whole money-making thing here, where you may have only watched Miss Marvel and you may love Miss Marvel, but you're like, Oh, actually, she's in this Captain Marvel movie, yeah. which I wasn't that bothered about Captain Marvel, but I quite like Miss Marvel, so yeah. I'm gonna carry on watching. I bet you there are people like that that haven't watched the Captain Marvel movie that work because I mean I know. Brie Larson isn't the most loved, and I actually to be honest with you, don't understand why. I've got no issues with her. Don't know her as a person, so who yeah, cares? I don't know why and, either. Uh, um, but equally, I, I had I actually really enjoyed her movie, and especially the setting as well. Was it was it the nineties or eighties? Or yeah, something? it was the nineties, uh, I, I I thought it was cool. I was like, I love the fact that like they opened on blockbuster video. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So for me, I thought it was great. I've watched all three, but to see the three properties come together mm-hmm. yeah, i thought it was cool so yeah it's a shame that fox when they had the x-men and the fantastic four didn't right think to do this they, yeah they
1: couldn't they couldn't think that far ahead um and that just i mean i guess that just goes to show like innovation is what matters like because again i mean and i say this all the time like marvel literally took a third rate character because at the time no one cared about iron man except for the people that were like hardcore comic readers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the general populace didn't know who Iron Man was. Um and so Marvel was able to take a character that that the majority of people didn't really know or care about and turn him into the darling of their entire 20-year shared universe. Um and it's just like somebody took a chance on Tony Stark being the guy. You know what I mean? And it's just like oh, you had like I I feel like with X-Men especially because that was like a cartoon That was on you know regular tv any kid could watch it you had these really big name characters that a lot of people were familiar with and you just didn't do anything with them x2 was good i'll give you that x2 was really really good um it's still one of my favorite superhero movies x2 um but you just you had you had the potential and you you couldn't see the forest for the trees like
0: We'll, well we'll one day cover X-Men and, yes um, <laughs> I, I already know uh anyway I already have a slight plan for that we'll go through that another time, so. all
1: right so um, a couple of fun facts about this film um so this one seems to have a lot less drama than the last one and you know obviously than the unreleased one and the documentary mm-hmm. that we did before but um so this one it pulls a lot more from the comics than the first one kind of did uh so it kind of relies more heavily on the comics than it did relying on the story of the unreleased film so it follows uh um, one of the main writers Don Payne said that he followed sort of the Galactus trilogy and the arc where Doom steals the surfers board um obviously that is a big chunk of of this movie and um it, it, it they gave him a new power in the film so like apparently silver surfer was never able to like raise people from the dead uh but there is a scene toward the end where sue dies protecting Norrin, and he brings her back to life somehow he uses the power of his board to bring her back to life but that power does not exist for him in the comics so that was a that was a change that was specifically for the film um so here's another comic fun fact which i thought was kind of kind of cool so you know stanley always had cameos in the marvel films and in this one he plays a wedding guest that is trying to get to sue and reed's wedding but is not on the guest list and it turns out that was actually also a little tidbit that had been written into the comics forever ago um between him and jack kirby where they both get turned away in the comics from being allowed to go to sue and uh reed's wedding uh i thought that was really cute um and then one of the last tidbits i thought was interesting i'm not sure if there's anything behind this this is me speculating but like sue and reed have a kid at some point and their kid's name is franklin well in the 2015 film which we're going to be talking about next week in the 2015 film franklin storm is the father of sue and johnny in that film and i thought that was interesting and i was like did they pick franklin because that was their kid's name in like the original series i don't know i don't know yeah i could be completely wrong it could just be a total coincidence but take with it what you will i thought that might have been an interesting way to kind of tie everything together or it could be an interesting way for that 2015 film to pay homage to these films
0: i'll be honest because i like i said before i'm not the fantastic four expert but anyway I, yeah i looked at how franklin storm is the father of um Johnny and uh Sue in the comics.
1: Hmm. There you go. So,
0: uh and yeah, like you say, he's in the film as well as the comics. Actually, it says here his first appearance was in Fantastic Four, issue 31
1: in 1964.
0: 31. Wow. Okay. So, 64, man. So no long ago. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, uh anyway. Um Right, okay, so IMDb summary of this movie is the Fantastic Four learn that they aren't the only superpower beings in the universe when they square off against a powerful silver surfer and the planet eating Galactus. So, mm-hmm. overall thoughts on this movie. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go, you go. Um, <clears throat> okay, overall, I enjoyed this film. Like, mm-hmm. I actually did enjoy this movie. Um, my criticism of this movie, though, is Galactus himself. Mm -hmm. I wish they hadn't have shown a Galactus. In fact, I wish that just was something that maybe if they were to do a third film, that would have been better to have saved and actually had a real life... Not real life. That's terrible. It's not real life. Actually... (laughs) i don't want a real
1: life galactus no thanks they had
0: they had a cloud they had a cloud it was the biggest criticism of this movie was that galactus was a cloud Uh rather than actually showing a full large galactus now i don't know what the creative decision or mindset around going for a cloud was i don't know whether or not they felt that maybe suited more this movie but uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, I just thought the Galactus thing was just awful. However, other than that, I think they put this this movie together really well, considering mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four. Really, this is what they would be like, celebrities. They've they become celebrities. They, they, they don't hide their identities. You know, Johnny clearly embraces the, the celebrity culture, as you mm-hmm. can imagine he would. Um, and, and obviously their wedding is just a huge tabloid.
1: Uh-huh
0: money making they're kind of like the kardashians but with powers in a sense yeah the kardashians Uh, but
1: with like a sense of like humanity
0: like um i just thought it was just done so well it felt you know i really felt like was that we just get inserted into their lives at a certain point and get Mm -hmm. to pick up pick up that little bit and then we you know if there was a third or fourth whatever we'd pick it up again and you can imagine if there was a third we'd pick it up and Sue would either be pregnant or just given birth or whatever Mm -hmm. it was you know we get to pick it up at elements of their lives and I feel like this was the next sort of chunk considering where the last one ended it was with an engagement or proposal Mm -hmm. so it was great to pick this up with actually getting to see the wedding yeah Uh, and and I like the fact that we got a couple of false starts before we did finally get our wedding at the end of the movie. Um, I thought it, yeah, it did really well. The four of them together did really well. I think yeah, even bringing back Doctor Doom yeah. it was fine. Like It was inevitable Doom was coming back. I thought uh, the Silver Surfer was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been nice to have more of his origin yeah uh, i assume <clears> if there's a third if there would have been a third we probably would have got more of his origin mm-hmm. so but no I thought, I thought it did really well you know honestly i really enjoyed the film i think i enjoyed it more than the last movie yeah uh, i think it's good to see the progression of these characters and i would say like you said earlier i don't think this is aged badly at all this doesn't feel like it yeah i think
1: like the only the only giveaway to me is chris evans's hair like his <laughs> haircut that's it it, otherwise it doesn't really feel it doesn't really feel so dated like there's a couple of cgi moments where i'm just kind of like uh that could have been a little bit better uh but no i mean it really does it, you could have picked this movie up and it could have been from like 2 or 3 years ago it's, it doesn't feel like it's 15 years old
0: i think the only thing that ages this film is chris evans
1: yeah exactly like he be- he is no, he not- is the problem
0: because, because only because he became Captain America yeah. and kind of grew up a little bit, and, yeah. you know, became a little bit more of a serious. I know he's a jokey character mm-hmm. anyway, but like, because Captain America, he played so seriously. yeah. And then to see him as such a jokey character, yeah, he probably is kind of the only problem in this movie, but he obviously wasn't to know that later on. Right,
1: of course, yeah. <laughs> like, uh,
0: but no, I think this film's fine. I, I did notice, by the way, about the blue contact lenses with Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Um i did i did feel as well that she's probably the one of the strongest parts of this movie
1: Mm -hmm. well uh, i think like it her she seemed to got like a bit of a downgrade this time like she had actually just dyed her own hair for the first film um but that messed up her hair and so she's wearing a wig in this one but like it just it looks even worse to me like it looks extremely fake Whereas like the blonde hair in the first film, you can it's it's fine, but like this one just doesn't look doesn't look as great. So like they should have they should have put a bit more money into the hair and makeup budget. But other than that,
0: um oh, did it ruin her hair, did it?
1: Yeah, that's what she said. That she, oh, okay. she didn't want to have to dye her hair continually during the filming of the of the sequel. So she just decided that she was gonna wear a wig instead. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that uh like you like I like this movie better than the first one. Um I, I did have a few issues like at the very end when they're uh, right, when they're kind of fighting Galactus or when the silver surfer is getting ready to fight Galactus, they're in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And then when Jessica Alba wakes up or when Sue Storm wakes up and she, they're like, okay, well, I have an idea. We're just going to go ahead and get married. And then they're in Japan. And I'm like, but we were just in Shanghai. Like, why, why didn't we just get married in Shanghai? what why did we go to, to, I don't understand this at all. Like, to me, it made it seem like, oh, let's just get married right here, right now. Uh, But it was like, obviously some time has passed, because you guys went to a totally different country (laughs) to, like, have this wedding.
0: uh, I'm assuming they're not relying on people to realize that. um, Uh, I uh,
1: I mean, well, I mean, sure, but, like, it was fairly obvious to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that. so that was, like, a really big issue for me was just like we were but we were in shanghai and now we're in japan i don't this is okay I think sure they're, i think they're
0: reliant on the audience to think to just buy like, into it yeah to buy into the fast <laughs> the next time. to be fair though like i mean they've got the technology and johnny storm can fly very quick they could have just flown yeah. straight there i mean like, but again yes. it doesn't make sense that they would fly all the way to japan why wouldn't they just get married
1: Right. They were. If well, if if the implication was let we don't have to have this big affair like the hmm. implication to me is like let's just do it now, uh, but obviously that is not the case because there was some time that had passed. Um, but I did I I, I like the character. I thought the Silver Surfer was a really great addition. Um, because the character is played so like mysterious that you never really know until toward the end of the film that he's not a bad guy you know um and i i love that kind of ambiguity about the silver surfer where it's like i don't know it you know at parts we do feel like we have two villains in this movie but then for the most part it's it's just doom um and I, even Gal- galactus is a villain i guess but like it doesn't it doesn't really feel as pressing up a threat even though he eats worlds it just like because it's a cloud it's just really hard to kind of be like oh no like How do we fight it? Like, you can't fight the thing that's coming to eat your planet. You know what I mean? So I think it's hard to get behind Galactus. But it was, I really enjoyed the Silver Surfer. I loved the way that they portrayed him. I loved the CGI that they had for him. Then I thought at the time, like when this movie first came out, I didn't really enjoy the movie as much back then. But I loved the CGI for the Silver Surfer. I thought it was so freaking cool.
0: The, the, The weapon they had in the comics to be Galactus, I think it was called the Ultimate Nullifier.
1: Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think so. I think so. Like uh I've not read as many comics on the Fantastic Four as maybe other comic book fans, but I'm pretty sure that is the name. So
1: Ultimate Nullifier. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um and I know that um also the Silver Surfer is called norrin Rad. I think uh-huh. that's his real name. So
1: which to me uh, sounds an awful lot like Norrad. Which I thought was weird. Like, did they do that on purpose? Like, I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe, yeah. Do you know, back then, <laughs> back then, probably, like... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, back in the 60s, <clears throat> probably. They probably yeah. went NORAD, NORINRAD.
1: Yeah, know. exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they probably, they back then, they would They probably like, came but, out at
1: the same time. They were like, oh, we just got this new technology. Why don't we just name a villain after it? <laughs> like,
0: but, yeah, Silver Surfer is not so much a villain anymore, but... Yeah. um. Anyway, um, there's a like you say. There's a lot of characters in this film, but I think we obviously have our main four,
1: mm-hmm. and we've
0: got our introduction of the Silver Surfer. We bring back Doctor Doom and Galactus. <laughs> not really a character. Yeah, not, uh, he doesn't
1: speak. Uh, Can you call him a character if there's no dialogue?
0: Uh, Alicia Masters is back, and we also have our. Um, uh, what was it? The the major from. Um,
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name in the film, but played oh. by Andre Brower.
0: Yeah, so those are probably the main characters throughout, but did you have a favorite at all?
1: Yeah, Silver Surfer. Definitely. Um, I, I just, like, especially at the beginning when you don't really know if he's good or bad, like, I loved that he was just no BS. Like, he didn't bother fighting with people. He didn't, like, he didn't waste his energy on people that he knew wouldn't be able to like hold a candle to him and Mm -hmm. i just kind of love the swagger that that he came in on like he just flies in on this board he's like i'm here i'm here to destroy this planet that's that's what i'm doing but you know what sorry i don't really have anything against y'all but i got shit to do um so i just kind of loved that he came in and did what he was supposed to do and i don't know like i just thought it was so cool i thought he was he was really cool um and doug jones to me um even though he doesn't always get the credit, but like Doug Jones, the way that he can move his body is so out there. Like he has to be one of the most flexible people in Hollywood. So like just with the way that the Silver Surfer moves, even before you get to like Lawrence Fishburne doing the voice, like just the movement of the Surfer himself, I thought was really, really cool. And I thought that they kind of captured that liquid or that mercury really well. Um, so I just really enjoyed Watching the Silver Surfer on screen, just because to me every every time he moved, and especially when he moved with the board, it was just like this is so, this is so cool.
0: <laughs> uh, it's so, it's so weird to me, like when they do this in TV or movies where they have mm-hmm. one actor do the physical, one actor do the voice. Yeah, uh, which
1: Doug Jones doesn't have a bad voice. Like I don't know why, I don't know why they felt to, the need to dub his voice over. Like he's he's one of the main characters in Star Trek Discovery. Like he holds Darth his Hall. own just fine.
0: They do it with Darth Maul as well, don't they? Like, it's a different actor plays Darth Maul as the with with voice.
1: Do they? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, because I
1: think that the guy that they have playing um, Maul, I think he's a stunt guy. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy who played Toad in X Men.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, right. I was thinking about it. I actually think Alicia Masters has got to be one of my favorites in this film. Yeah. She's like um, the voice of reason, right? Yeah, like she's that's what I like she's yeah.
1: almost like the Jiminy Cricket of this group.
0: Yeah, she, I like the fact that she, I like, well, there's a few things I liked about her, her relationship with Ben Grimm Mm -hmm. and seeing how sweet they are together. But I love how she's there to support Sue. Then Mm -hmm. she's there to, she kind of supports Sue when she's not even with Sue, when she tells Johnny and Ben off for getting annoyed that Sue and and Reed want to go live their lives and be a family. And she's like... Snaps at both of them, and yeah. Um, and I love how supportive she is, even at later on at the end of the wedding scene and things like that. Like, she's almost a very much a part of the Fantastic Four without being in the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, so exactly.
1: She's kind she's, of the one that keeps them grounded.
0: Yeah, she's very well, much <clears throat> needed. They all, mm-hmm. they all, you could see they all rely on her, and actually, you can almost see whilst Johnny loves the limelight loves the celebrity and all that yeah uh, you know, actually all of that stuff in the end if you think about it only ever lasts so long it's quite shallow um right. and it doesn't keep you sustained uh in the long run you yeah know, it's all it's all great in the moment isn't it you know to be on stage or to be in the center of the room and to get, have whatever girl in the room wants to have you, because because yeah, you've got the fame, the power, mm-hmm. the money, but they're not interested, actually, in you, right. where with Alicia Masters, <clears throat> she's interested in Ben, like, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't care that he's the thing, or whatever, um, and you could see, what I liked was you could actually see that Johnny, and she's kind of jealous of the relationship between yeah. Ben and, and Alicia, and he makes several references to that relationship throughout, which because mm-hmm. he can <clears throat> see how pure that relationship is. And I thought that was that was quite nice and sweet to see. So yeah. I think, I thought it was, I thought Kerry Washington played it well. And mm. um, I even liked the humour. So again, she has another scene later on with Johnny and Kerry, uh, sorry, Alicia and Johnny together. And Johnny's like, oh yeah, have you seen my girl?" And like, <laughs> and she just smiles and went, no, I haven't. <laughs> like, so, and I was just like, yeah, actually, that was good. So <laughs> <laughs> she, play, sorry, she plays she she does humor well and actually like say she's kind of i don't know I wouldn't say it goes too far to say the psychiatrist of the team like yeah. she is like the, the 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 person they've all voiced to so uh, yeah so I, I i don't know i thought she was good good i i, I thought she was a good part of this team
1: yeah so. i enjoy her mm-hmm.
0: so um the structure of this movie i think is <laughs> fairly straightforward yeah yeah, it's not
1: it ain't rocket science (laughs) no it's not rocket science but i
0: do but i do think though that whilst you touched on this earlier whilst silver surfer saved sue storm's life by bringing her back to life and yes that wasn't a power he'd showed earlier he'd shown enough throughout the movie in terms of um the fact that he's got very unique abilities, you know, the fact that he turns Doctor Doom human again, the fact mm-hmm. that he messed around with the genetics of Johnny Storm when he does save Sue's life, it didn't come as like, oh, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah, like, you know how <clears> I always <throat> joke about Wonder <throat> Woman's playing Turn Invisible in Wonder oh, Woman too. Like, yes. Like, but well, but the, it didn't feel like that. It wasn't like, oh, we just. Yeah, out of nowhere. Know, know Or even like the Spawn film, where suddenly he has the powers to take the bomb out of his body, like getting out of nowhere. It was not out of nowhere. So, Um, did you have any favorite scenes or moments in this film? I I I have one. Well, Um, quite a big one.
1: I think. I I liked the kind of full circle moment at the end where the silver surfer is going up to kind of stop galactus and johnny gives him a boost um i i thought that was nice and i liked i like the scene where uh for a while johnny had been chasing that uh military chick and was like i don't you know why don't you like me and she just looks dead at him and she's like because all i see is someone who almost got their team killed And I was like, damn, somebody finally just like telling him straight, like, yo, man, grow up, you know, Um, and I think that that was probably like a pivotal kind of moment for him where he flipped the switch himself. Um, But I did like that sequence. And I liked I liked that that military girl didn't just think, oh, my God, Johnny Storm. Yeah, Um, that she actually gave him like, you know, gave him crap for being immature. Uh, So I I did like I like that.
0: Unlike the other girl earlier who was like, I oh, was a taste yeah. giant Jake Storm, Jake date Johnny Storm. Yeah. fireproof fireproof underwears. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Fireproof lingerie.
0: <laughs> oh, that was it, yeah, yeah. Like she was deliberately written as an airhead.
1: Of like, course, yes. Like
0: so, um, anyway, I had quite a few moments I liked. Um, I like the bachelor scene. Um
1: oh my god, yeah, that was really cheesy. It, it
0: was cheesy, but fun. I like yeah. I love that when Jessica Alba comes in and she's like how unfortunate for him yeah <laughs> um, and then at the end when he was like apologizing to her she's like don't worry it's nothing compared to my Hindu." like yeah yeah it? and uh like oh did she say Hindu? no,
1: no oh. she said her bachelorette party
0: oh uh, yeah sorry Hindu is what we say over here <laughs> and, uh, i just thought for a second she didn't say Hindu, but she like it so that, uh, yeah ladies over here have a Hindu and men have a stag do over here so uh you guys call it bachelor party and bachelorette
1: party Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: um anyway i i like that but when she storms in with like the general i love that ben turns to johnny and was like i think someone's got clover in time or whatever (laughs) I i thought that i thought that was funny but no my favorite moment was and again this is this is where i think was done really well was that when they introduced johnny's uh sort of volatile molecules where they kind mm-hmm. of he's able to swap with, you know swap with everybody's powers but i love the fact that at the end it, this kind of was weird in a way but like he managed to take on all of their abilities at the yes. same time, time yeah uh, to take out dr doom i thought that that was brilliant and-,
1: and i wondered like when i was watching it this time i wondered like did did the Fox people really see, like, a lot of potential in Chris Evans to give him that big of a culmination at the end of the film? Like, because you would typically give that to the leader of your team, right? Like, that, Mm. that in in a normal hero film, that would have been Reed Richards. That would not have been Johnny Storm. You know what I mean?
0: I don't think Reed Richards is the action guy, though.
1: Yeah, but I just felt like, I don't know, maybe they saw like, that spark Mm. in Chris Evans that, obviously, we all now know him for Captain America, but, like, I thought I just thought it was interesting that that's that's the route that they went with it, but he I thought he did it really well like him finally kind of coming to terms with I need to be a team player um it was a nice art for Johnny honestly
0: you know, um what's his name uh oh, the guy who plays. That's it. John Krasinski. I think, oh, yeah. yeah. So I think if he was Mr. Fantastic, he, he's a bit like nah, nah, the, 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 the now version of him, not the yeah. one from The Office. Um, He's a bit broader now, a bit bigger, a bit more musclier.
1: Yeah. I think, <clears throat>
0: I think if he was Mr. Fantastic, I probably would get behind a much more action packed scene at the end. Yeah. But for me, I think Johnny Storm... It's kind of like the action man
1: yeah so oh he's the hothead yeah
0: yeah i could see why they made it him mm-hmm. um but anyway what i loved was that he snuck up on doom invisible and the, i love that he's like in the words of my best friend you know yeah. it's clobbering time. time and uh so <laughs> but i did yeah I, I did notice throughout the film he says flame on a lot and yeah i think you said it in the last episode like the comic fact you do love the fact that they do bring in the lingo yeah so uh, i yeah.
1: think there are a lot more comic nods in this one as well um <clears throat> and i think that i think that's appreciated and like i victor was not one of my favorite characters this time but like i loved that he came back just as strong as he was in the first film like he was not like a dumbed down version of a villain like he still came back ready to like draw blood you know and i i appreciated that like he, he was hadn't still grown. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He hadn't grown, he was still stuck on that revenge kick.
1: So. Oh man, I don't know, there's something about revenge, like I love a good revenge story, you know? Uh, but I just love that he was just like so single-minded focused on like, you know what, you guys messed me up, and we're like, are we doing this again, Victor? And he's like, yeah, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He's not letting it go. So. No, not at all. I love the fact that they bring him back the government, They're like, yeah, yeah, we trust him.
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah. No. So,
0: um. Throughout this movie, I think generally it was kind of nailed on perfectly. Even the little Stanley cameo, I absolutely love the Stanley cameo. Probably, actually, I would say one of the best cameos of Stanley that we've seen. Um, other than my other favorite was in the Spider-Man game, the, the new PlayStation Four game.
1: Oh, um, my favorite was that? in the uh one of the avengers movies no i haven't played the spider-man games
0: uh yeah no it's a request really it's, it's quite touching like in the in the game but anyway um i thought this is a great cameo it's funny i love the fact that he gives his real name and they're like yeah right and yeah but, like, i think the whole thing was good the only thing i really would change was probably to remove galactus actually entirely mm-hmm. um and had that be the third film you could have actually made that trilogy like because back yeah. then they were all, they were all about trilo- well they're still about trilogies now aren't they? well but... i
1: think that that was the intention i think that this one just didn't do as well i can see like back then i did not enjoy this film i enjoyed it a lot more watching it this time um but i think that's because this time i just there's more background you know mm. like there's a little bit more understanding of what's going on behind the scenes as well but i just think that this even though I enjoyed this movie better, it I don't think it landed with audiences in the same way because it took on a much more serious tone than the first film. Um, but also I think a lot of people don't really connect when you have the ambiguous villain, so to speak. And that's kind of what silver surfer was. Like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I can't really tell. I think people prefer it when, when their villains are cut and dry. Uh, As far as like big budget kind of stuff, I think, you know, you, you have a little more leeway if you're doing something independent, but I just think that he wasn't a strong enough foil uh, to carry this film. And I think that probably is what hurt a lot of what was going on.
0: So There there was a tiny little mid credit sequence, but what do you Mm -hmm.
1: think? I mean, it would have been nice. It would have been nice to see what happens now that we know that Norrin Rad is still alive. <laughs> he survived his explosion with Galactus um, and he's like free floating in space. So I um, I mean, I just have to assume that he went home to the woman that he was in love with. Like, that's the only thing I can think that he would do. Uh, I don't oh, know how he gets oh, yeah. home, but like, I that's what I'm assuming is that he just went home.
0: Well, I assume he flies on his board.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Flying through space must be nice.
0: I'd like to to have seen something a bit more in a mid credit sequence. Yeah, but I think it. that all comes down to the the lack of planning. Mm-hmm. So I think I think when they put Doom in the storage container at the end of the first film, it was like, well, if we make a sequel, he's coming back. Yeah. So yeah. And that, that 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 happened. And I think that was all that would even if it hadn't happened, it was kind of a nice little mid credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think with this, it was like, well, we don't really know what the third film will be about, but right. let's just show Silver Silver Floating Through Space, because yeah. you know, we'll, we'll shove something there.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like a little like, hey, at least he didn't die, um, which I, you know, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad he's not dead, because uh, so, it always leaves the door open at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you think a third film would have been? Since they already had revealed Galactus in the second uh, one, what do you think a third one would have had?
0: I think that, I think Galactus wouldn't be in a third film. Um I would imagine that you probably would see the Silver Surfer again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe they'd leave Silver Surfer. I reckon that, you know, I think if the money had been there and they'd made a crap load of money, that mm-hmm. uh, you could have gone several ways of it. You could have done a Silver Surfer spin off
1: mm-hmm.
0: film, which may have happened, you know. Back then they were doing spin offs. So Electric got a spin off of Daredevil. And, yeah. You know, so they could have got a Silver Surfer spin off. What might have been good actually would be, maybe a much bigger budget Fantastic Four movie. Maybe it goes into space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe the Fantastic Four go into space. Maybe because yeah, the thing is with the Fantastic Four they're adventurers. They go on journeys. They mm-hmm. travel. I don't know too much more about the villains, but I know that they come across a variety of. You know, like, you know the Inhumans are, were I think introduced in the Fantastic Four.
1: Oh, I okay. Know, I
0: know. I know that Namor
1: uh and namor like, is in love with sue storm
0: yeah so namor was a big fantastic four villain mm-hmm. i think i think having done galactus i think namor would have been the would be the most the next step for th- yeah it would be a third would be the best better third villain yeah for, um and i think not bring back the Silver Surfer for a third film yeah so I think then you gotta wonder
1: they, though like do, do, would they even have had the rights to namor
0: Oh, I know. I actually don't know about the brights. Yeah. Okay. Let's ignore that would the have been rights. cool, though. Ignore the riots for now. I think if a third film got made, mm-hmm. Namor should have been it.
1: Yeah, um, that would make I sense. Because you're I'm... right. Like if they're not going to space then they have to have another villain here on Earth, and mm-hmm. the only villain that you could think of is is Namor. Yeah, so, I think that would make sense, and it, it, he would have gotten disturbed, right? Like after all of this stuff that happened in this film with all of the, all of the, uh. You know, uh, nature that was destroyed in the in the hopes of being able to destroy our planet well, a little see bit easier. It. You can see it as
0: a good follow up with, uh, "Look, I don't trust the humans. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm coming to." sort of out like you know um following the silver surfer and uh, you know and and i think they could have given the silver surfer his own film and see what would have been good if silver surfer had got his own film Mm -hmm. would be a prequel and as well as a sequel
1: oh yeah okay you could have
0: done it i i think it would have been fine to just done a standalone film for him i wouldn't have seen the need for for many films but they could yeah you could have showed
1: like a one and done
0: yeah, he could have showed maybe a bit of how he became a Herald
1: mm-hmm. as
0: well as him going home. So because yeah. you could see you could see him waking up in space and as he's traveling home, like he could have flashes of what led to his path as going yeah. to his Herald. And,
1: yeah.
0: and um and I I think, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what kind of journey story he would go on. I've never read a Silver Surfer comic in my life. <laughs> so uh, but I think I think I think a silver Surfer spin-off would be good. Yeah, and I think Namor would be a good villain for a third. FF I
1: think film. I'm definitely like feeling the whole Namor as the third film. That would have mm. been really interesting.
0: I think that's why Namor that really was kept. Al- I think that's why Namor was kept alive from Bat Panther Two because I think let's be honest,
1: that's going to be it, how. Yeah,
0: I think whatever FF film comes out, Namor will be in there at some point. So
1: done, done, done. Uh, Ooh, can't wait. <laughs> what would you ra-
0: so? What would you rate this?
1: um i'm still probably gonna go like three and a half I'd do you know that's exactly
0: why well, I, I would give this three and a half yeah i think it's fine
1: yeah i i mean like i did enjoy it more than the first one but um there are there were some things that i disliked a little bit more like uh, yeah i enjoyed
0: it more than the first one yeah. galactus for me was the biggest issue yeah. for me a cloud a cloud was a name villain <laughs> so. <laughs> so
1: no more uh, clouds box we don't no. want any more cloud villains okay
0: well, they don't have it anymore marvel got it but okay that marvel... goes
1: double for you marvel we don't want any cloud villains okay
0: right um
1: anyway, they tend this... at galactus more than once though so i don't know could this be like the the way that we finally finally get like a real galactus
0: oh marvel will no doubt bring in a real galactus like mm. no, uh, you know, at some point there will be a real galactus like as in the actual comic book galactus but I think we've got to go through the Kang, the Multiverse saga um, first okay. before All we right. get to. I think I think Galactus is a big villain, and if you're going to put him in, we
1: can't actual, have Galactus and Kang going on at the same time.
0: Well, I don't know. I think if you were Marvel, you've got to save that for. Yeah, you've got to save that for an almost like an Avengers style event, right?
1: Surely. Well, yeah, something. Uh, I and it makes sense because this Fantastic Four film is slated for 2026, so that should be. It, it might be the very beginning of phase six or somewhere like in the early stages of phase six.
0: Or if they were to have Galactus in just the Fantastic Four, which they could do. I mean, Eternals was a fairly big movie and Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy have had some fairly big movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You could save Galactus just for a final FF movie. Um, why not? But I don't think we're ready for that yet.
1: So. Yeah, I think there definitely needs to be a little bit more build up. But they're going to have to completely reintroduce it because they're not going to take any of this film as like canon so they're going to have to have a way to reintroduce Galactus Mm
0: -hmm. Um, okay so for next week as you probably guessed it we will be finishing off our Fantastic Four journey and we will be covering off the I guess the third attempt at a reboot if you include the unreleased movie and we'll be discussing Fantastic Four from 2015 so and as usual you can follow us on social media with Geeks Unleashed Everywhere Instagram Facebook and Twitter
1: and you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Google, Podme, and Apple, Spotify. We are everywhere. So please leave us a five-star review and tell your geeky friends. Good journey. Good journey. <laughs>